High Five Gear is a proud sponsor of Above180.com. H5G has thousands of designs to choose from and no hidden artwork fees. How awesome is that? Show your individuality and have your jersey tell your story. Online, you can order at www.high5gear.com today. Don't let fashion pass you by. Add H5G into your wardrobe and show off your individuality. Use code ABOVE180 at checkout for $20 off any H5G style. Thank you to all of our supporters and our fans. We appreciate it. Bowling this month is bowling's trusted technical resource that's relied upon by thousands of serious bowlers, pro shop operators, and professional coaches. From independent ball reviews to great instructional articles on all facets of our sport, you'll find it all at bowlingthismonth.com. For less than the price of a cup of coffee per month, you can have online access to Bowling This Month's premium technical bowling content that will help you improve your game. Bowling This Month is so confident you'll be satisfied, they're offering a 14-day money-back guarantee to all subscribers. Check out BowlingThisMonth.com and sign up today. Tim Berg is ready to hit the lanes, approaching the issues that you, the bowler, want to know. From the latest equipment reviews, coaching, to drilling layouts, and the stars of the PBA. Now, here's your host, Tim Berg. Joining me in the Above180.com podcast is Heather DeRico and Johnny DeSantis. Heather and Johnny recently started the Bowling Sports Performance Institute. Heather, Johnny, want to thank you both for being here today. Thank you so much for having us, Tim. It's good to be back. It's been a little while since we spoke last. All right. Well, let's hey, get. Thank you. Good to be here. Sure thing, Johnny. So let's get right into things. You guys started the Bowling Sports Performance Institute. We know you guys are both very involved in fitness when it comes and relates to bowling and even outside of bowling. But let's get into why start the website. Why did you guys decide to to uh, tag team this and, and join forces for this? And Johnny, you can begin. Well, you know, this is something that uh, again. Both of Heather and I have a passion for this, and, and she has a ton of experience, and I've been doing this for quite a long time also. And, you know, over the years, um, you know, and I think together we may have about 35 years of just doing this kind of thing. Now, I'm going to date myself more, but um, so I've been many times uh, wanting to reach out to Heather. I've seen what she, what she was doing, and uh, I've always, you know, loved this kind of stuff she was putting out. But what I always got from her was the, the – uh, the passion, not only the love of the sport, but the passion for the, uh, uh, the fitness side of what that means in relation to, to bowling in our sport. And, you know, it wasn't until just maybe a half a year ago, six months or so, and she could probably tell you better, but uh, I had posted something. She kind of piggybacked on it, and, it, and that triggered me then. You know what, I, gotta, uh, I reached out then and said, hey, man, we got to maybe see what we could do together uh, to – you know, finally put something together that really doesn't exist in the sport of bowling. So that's where the, the bowling sports performance comes in, in that we want to be the, that voice, that voice for, you know, what does it mean for athleticism? What does it mean for, for you know, training and sports-specific training for the sport of bowling? Yeah, no, so, I mean, he said it pretty well. I mean, it, it all started with a Facebook post that I saw that Johnny posted and Matt O'Grady shared it. So it came up in my feed and, and I read it and I didn't know Johnny yet. And when I read it, it just, it was something that I'm very passionate about in terms of, you know, bowlers kind of getting wrapped up in the wrong 
goals when it comes to their fitness and, and how to train for bowling um, and trying to make the focus on athletic movement versus just trying to get, get big and get muscular. And um, when I read it, I was like, man, I totally agree with this guy. I love what he posted. And I commented on it. And then Johnny reached out to me and was like, we should collaborate. You know, we should really do something together and see if we can reach the bowling community in a different way and, and really get, you know, what we're passionate about across to people. So yeah, it's then from there, we, we kind of discuss things over zoom and we hit it off. We get along great. So it's been a really, really fun journey so far. And as far as how bowlers get it wrong, what are a few of the ways, uh, Heather, then that bowlers do get it wrong when they train? So it's really not their fault either. Like I don't want to say in, you know, in a bad way, like, oh, they're just getting around, but you know, when, when people don't know what to do and they want to start getting in shape, you know, they'll look to, you know, what are their friends doing that look like they're in good shape? You know, this person lost a ton of weight. They look great. I'm going to do what they're doing. Or the issue now I think is there's so much information available to us. So there's all these people we can follow on Instagram, on social media, and we could just see these workouts that they post and, if we don't know what else to do, people will just go ahead and follow those. But they don't know, you know, what they need to do for our sport just to move better. So I think people get wrapped up in sometimes it's, it's aesthetics of just wanting to look good and thinking that that will help in general. Um, but what Johnny and I really like to focus on is like quality movement and injury prevention. So how can we take um, a person, take a bowler, and help them move better and feel better and be pain-free and be able to bowl more efficiently um, is what we really like to look at. And then, Johnny, do you have anything to add to that from the maybe what the, 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 the perspective of, a, of an athlete on the, on the guy side of things uh, as far as how maybe guys train? And not saying what Heather said doesn't apply to guys, but just uh, a little bit of a way that guys maybe work out where it's wrong and, and not – as much focusing on the flexibility, focusing more on doing, you know, muscle groups and muscle training and, and strength training. Well, you know what? I mean, again, everything she said was just spot on. And we've talked about this. We, we've shared some, uh, we've shared some tidbits back and forth. And, and listen, man, I got to tell you, you know, there's times where, you know, I, I, I we both have, you know, in, in the age of social media where everybody puts stuff out and we see things, man, I think I get people have it too. We just cringe sometimes when we see some of the people doing some of the things that they do. Um, mm -hmm. and typically, and that was the post I had, I had put together because it was just like, you know what, it's, why do bowlers train like bodybuilders? And that was actually the, the, the theme of that whole thing and the video I did. And, and that's what she had picked up on, but truly, you know, look, you don't know what you don't know. So again, just like she said, we're not going to, you know, uh, fault anyone here, but, and that's, that's what we're going to be here to do. But, uh, you know, everybody likes the, the big body moves. Uh, bench press, you know, bicep curls, and it is an aesthetic type thing. And look, people, I think, misassociate what true fitness and athleticism may mean by looking at what somebody may look like. So if you're muscular mm -hmm. and, you know, you have that physique, people will look at it like, man, great shape. You're doing, you know, the whole, the whole nine yards. But it's really, that's, that's really far from the, from the, from the big picture. And, you know, my thing is, and I would tell people, I said, look, if you want to you look great in your clothes, keep doing those things. You're going to look great. But as far as athleticism and how it's going to pertain to our sports-specific 
and the, the training we talk about, that's a whole other animal. It is completely different. And, and Heather, Heather is right. I mean, you know, really, the, the injury prevention uh, is one of the more important themes of, of the BSPI program. And, you know, we, we talk about adopting effect, effective and efficient training systems, you know, even early, prevent injuries due to unbalanced body patterns, movement patterns. Um, so, you know, our initial, and I'm sure we'll talk about this more, but our initial, you know, athletic bowling assessment identifies movement patterns, inefficiencies, you know, and, and acts as early warning signs, if you will, of potential injury. So, you know, not everything can be avoided, but, but many things can be prevented with proper, you know, sport-specific training and conditioning. And that's what we're, you know, that's where our, our aim is, uh, is to do. And it seems like um, one of the things we're seeing is this, is this is being integrated in a lot of the collegiate programs where they're taking this more serious. And I'm hoping it's also then even starting in high school programs as well. But what can you guys speak to regarding that, how this, um, this needs to start with bowlers at as young, as young of an age as possible? But it is something if, you're, uh, if you are, like, say, on the PBA 50 tour, you can still get involved and it can still certainly help you out there on tour as well. You know, as far as, you know, movement and quality movement, I mean, you're never too young or too old, uh, especially when I talk to some of the senior players or, or just people in general, to, to move better, to get your body moving the way it needs to, get, to get your body in balance, to just do the things that you just, bowling aside, that you just, you know, want to keep doing uh, for as long as you are here. And that's really the, qu- the key as we talk about quality movement. Um, you know, our program and the, the, the Bowling Sports Performance Institute, there's, there's, there's going to be a lot of parts to it. And, Tim, you, you, you know, when you talk about down through the, uh, the youth bowler, I mean, you know, that's, that's something Heather and I talked about a lot, and it's going to be a real big focus uh, of, you know, where this thing, uh, you know, kind of goes and, and a big portion of what it will take. Um, actually, there's going to be a lot of levels to it. You know, we're going to have a junior developer development program. Things like this have to start young. I mean, especially in our sport, because, look, this, this kind of concept is it's really all over the map. There's really no good single-minded focus of, you know, fitness and athletic training for our sport. And, you know, my view is that if we could start these things early, as these kids develop and, and they, they come up through the ranks uh, through – you know, uh, their junior programs, high school, college, it will be the norm, you know, warming up proper warm up and just exercising will be the norm for these kids. It won't be something that sometimes people still look at and kind of, you know, I still see it. I know when I was starting to do some things and warm up, I'd get all kinds of looks and crazy comments, you know, but I didn't care. So I was doing it for myself, but that's what we're looking for. One day it'll be the norm. It won't be something that's an oddity uh, that you do this for the sport of bowling. And, you know, that kind of, perce- that kind of uh, perception just kind of, to me, will take hold and grow bigger and actually have an effect on, you know, as people, again, go high school, college, to the professional ranks and bigger time into the international ranks. And I think this will have a big effect on how people around the world who are outside, you know, well, in the bowling industry, but outside the bowling industry start to view people who do bowl and start to view them more as athletes and athletic at the sport. Absolutely. I think um, it's really important, too, with our youth. What I see a lot of now is our youth are so passionate about bowling that they want to be in the bowling center every single day practicing for hours and hours. And we know that bowling is such a repetitive movement. Um, All the movements are so repetitive that it leads to these overuse injuries. 
And if bowlers aren't doing movements outside of those movement patterns and um, working in different planes of motion, that's where they're at a higher risk for injuries down the road. So you see more and more of our youth getting injured early on. Um, and it's things that in the past we didn't see that happening until they got in their 40s or 50s. So we want to, you know, start start getting them in better habits early on. Um, and it's something that we talk about as strength and conditioning coaches in all other areas of sports, we say the same thing with our youth. They need to be playing multiple sports. That's their best chance of really having long-term athletic development. So um, that's the other side of that as well. So now, I'm going to tell you, she's so right on that. Uh, the kids, uh, hopefully, you know, and this gets back to the parents and stuff to have them, you know, play multiple types of sports. A lot of them are still developing. Their bodies are still developing. So, you know, to, to, you know, just focus on, you know, one single uh, sport is really not a benefit. It's more of a detriment. So, you know, again, Heather's right on with that. More things they can do, the more things they, they can be exposed of, especially at a younger age, the better the development will be and the, just the better that, uh, you know, their future could be as athletes. Check out one of the fine sponsors of Above180.com. That's BowlingThisMonth.com. Bowling's best and most comprehensive technical resource all at your fingertips. Seeing some great stuff right now on the website, including some tips on how to shoot spares. I know myself, I've read that article a few different times, having some trouble as I get back into the swing of things in league, but check that article out. Also, all the ball reviews down your left-hand side, everything you need all at your fingertips, bowlingthismonth.com. As fall leagues kick back into high gear, please remember check out h5gbrands.com for all your dye supplemented jersey needs. Use promo code ABOVE180. That will get you $20 off your order, promo code ABOVE180. Thousands of designs. Again, no hidden artwork fees. They can help get you a deal. They will get you a deal on shirts for your team. If you're heading to uh, to nationals next year, hopefully we'll cross our fingers. But if you're just looking for league shirts, if you're that youth looking to bowl tournaments out there, get your dye supplemented jersey. Thousands to choose from. No hidden artwork fees. Again, check everything out at h5gbrands.com. All right, so Johnny, this question is for you first. If there's some advice you would have for that person out there who might be going to the gym two or three or four days a week, what's one thing that they might be doing that you'd say, you know what, you really that, that's just a waste. You don't you shouldn't be doing that or you shouldn't be doing that as much than than that you are. Something that you see people doing at the gym maybe all the time that you kind of shake your head at. Well, I mean, you know, look, everybody has I think there may be goals for why they go and do something or go to the gym. Um, you know, for somebody who, who maybe goes to the gym a lot, four, five, maybe six days a week, I, I, what, the first thing I see with a lot of people, and you know, I can know CrossFit's real big and people want to just go at it hard almost every day, is you need, first of all, your body needs time to rest. Your body needs time to recover. Uh, it, 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 the improvement comes when those days happen, when the recovery days, that's when you see the benefits that when you see your gains. So I don't think people take enough time to really, um, you know, take a step back and get those recovery days because, you know, everybody's so into, I got to go, I got to go, I got to go, I got to do more, I got to do more, I got to do more. When in most cases, doing more is not the most beneficial. So, you know, uh, if it's not somebody I'm talking to specifically about what exactly their goal is and what it, what they do at the gym, my, my, I guess my first biggest thing is, man, you know, it's okay to take a step back. Take your days off. It's important. Listen to your body. Sometimes your body, 
you know, I, I've talked to people and they, they're having little things happen and issues and, you know, they didn't just creep up. That thing's been happening for a while. And when Heather talks about, we talk about, you know, the, the movement, human movement and how you know, your body's supposed to function, that, 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 that's been developing a while. And, they, and it's not going to show its head for sometimes quite a while, but all of a sudden one day it's like, uh-oh, my knee or my hip or something. And it's, it's, it's really a case of the overuse stuff. It's a case of not giving your body a chance to, to properly, proper, properly recover. And, you know, it's okay, man, to just take a step back, you know, and, uh, you know, give, give yourself a chance to recover, get better, and then you, you'll, you'll be better at what you do. And you can perform better whether it's in the gym or outside the gym or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. I completely agree with that. Um, you know, we live in, in a society that's, that always thinks more is better and no days off, got to work, work, work. And that hard work mentality and that work ethic is great, but also you have to listen to your body and take a step back and recover. I would say that the, there's two things that I see people um, commonly make mistakes doing at the gym. One of them would be too much cardio and not enough strength training. And I think a lot of that goes back to people not knowing what to do. And it, it seems pretty hard to screw up hopping on a treadmill and just, just doing some running and walking. Um, but strength training is so important to, you know, maintaining integrity of the joints, joint health, um, everything really. Strength training is like the meat and potatoes. You know, it's like the, the main course that you want people to have in their training program. Um, but sometimes people get caught up in trying to burn calories. You know, maybe it's a weight loss thing. So they're trying to hop on there, burn a lot of calories, doing a lot of cardio. Um, and a lot of that, that pounding that again, repetitive movement can cause even more stress on their body that we don't want to happen. So I see that happen a lot. And then the second thing I see happen a lot is going back to kind of training, like they're a bodybuilder doing a lot of isolation movements. So, you know, focusing on biceps and triceps and um, back and chest and really isolating different muscle groups versus uh, compound movements that get more of the body moving as one um, and athletic type movement. So doing more of like the squats, you know, lunges and different planes of motion, um, a lot of core work. So those are the two things that I see happen most commonly. It's so true about the, uh, the the strength part and the conditioning because you know for, I'm I'm speaking for myself now as an older player as an older person in general um, as as time is going on and I and, and Heather and I would talk about this and I would tell her you know certain ways I would do things and, and again maybe from not knowing any better um, you know lift things lift heavy stuff blah 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 uh, single minded type things and and uh, movement as I've gotten older and things started to you know, creep up. I'm like, geez, I don't understand. I, I do all these things and, excuse me, um, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm having some issues or I'm, I'm, I'm going the wrong direction. When, for myself, as I got older and started to do things differently, we talked that she mentioned different planes of motion, um, to combine the strength things with the mobility part, uh, I can't tell you how much that's changed even me, as, as long as I've been doing this kind of stuff and my philosophy, as I've gotten older and, you know, as I work with people, as they continue to get older. And, you know, the strength thing is so key and then the mobility part of it, to be able to move. You know, look, the body was built to move. So, you know, moving in different planes of motion is key. You know, that's how we do things every day. 
So, you know, again, she's spot on with that. We need, you need that combination. Uh, it will help you in the sport, help you in, in life in general. So, so, um, it just so, just so important. On that note, I feel like if you watch any of your videos on, on social media, you've been like trying to get it through people's head and especially focusing on the PWA players that lifting weights will not make you big and bulky and, and, um, and impede your game. It will actually help your game. Absolutely. Yeah. I, you know, women especially have, you know, notoriously been kind of afraid to lift weights because they don't want to become bulky. And, and I think social media again has something else to do with that because you see all of these bodybuilders that are, I mean, they're massive. They have a ton of muscle mass on them, but they train specifically, specifically to get that much muscle mass on them and the amount of food that they have to eat and the volume of training that they're doing is designed specifically for that. If you're doing strength training um, at lower volumes and higher intensities, um, you, you know, you're really not going to get bulky. Um, and having lean muscle mass isn't the worst thing in the world anyways. It's really good for your health. So I try to get that across, um, especially to women. Um, you know, I work with a lot of athletes at a college, and I, I try to, you know, express that to them too. Don't be afraid of that. Getting strong is such a good thing for your body. You're going to feel so much better. And the PWBA women that I have worked with notice that right away and they feel a difference in their games. They just feel more solid at the line. They feel um, stable and able to really create more leverage and do things with their physical game that they were trying to do before and couldn't without that strength. So there's so many benefits to the strength training and it's really important to don't be afraid of going heavier and, and increasing intensity once you learn how to do everything properly and do it right, you know, quality movement is still king. That's the most important thing is learning how to do things correctly, learning the technique and the form and, and easing into it. Um, but yeah. <laughs> and I guess in my final question for both of you guys, well, two, I guess the first part of that would be during a competition and Heather, we've kind of hit on this before, but I'd love Johnny's perspective. What can we do during mm -hmm. a competition to keep ourselves fueled with the right foods, not um, not always some of the stuff you see at bowling alleys. And that's a really great question. I'll tell you this. So when I when I first was uh, uh, going to join the PBA 50 tour, right? So I was just turning 50, and I've been you know great shape. I feel like man, I'm, I'm just going to you know kill this thing because yeah, everybody else is old. <laughs> I'm seeing it that way. And then I started to bowl. So, you know, a qualifying round, even for the seniors, uh, is maybe eight games. It could, depending on how many people is on a pair, it could be four to five hours, sometimes even longer. That's a long time. When I start, as I started to do that, I'll tell you what, man, halfway through, I'm exhausted. I feel like I can lay down on a bench. I need a nap. I'm thinking, what is going on? I didn't understand it. I'm thinking, dude, you know, you're supposed to be in, in this great shape, yet, you know, you, you can't get through a round and you feel like, you know, um, Again, I, I, I got to lay down. And, uh, I, again, you don't know what you don't know. So I wind up uh, talking to somebody I had known who was a, a nutritionist, and she was telling me that, you know, uh, explain to me, this, this goes back a while, of, of the importance of fueling your body before, during, and after competition, actually before, during, and after, you know, even workouts. So as we got in more, more into that, and then I really delved, uh, dove into uh, that whole, you know, nutritional aspect of it, um, 
for the last uh, God, it's been a lot of years in that too. And I'm still, you know, you, you still can't get enough and you're still always uh, learning stuff. Um, and so now I've learned properly how to, you know, prepare my body, have it ready before we bowl, uh, depending on what I eat. A couple hours before I eat, uh, before I bowl, I'll have something, you know, a good meal. Even if it's early in the morning, I'll have a nice breakfast. I always have a good breakfast in the morning anyway. That just sets up the whole day for, uh, for a good run. And then, you know, during competition, I always pack a bag. My wife always comes with me. We have our bag, man, and it's, it's filled with um, some different things, depending on how long we go. I have a couple of bubble bars in there, which, man, you know, a shameless plug. Go see what the bubble bars are at. I created these things. And let me tell you, um, sustainability. So I can have a bar. It doesn't, you know, jack me up. I don't have those sugar highs and then just crashes. So it will have small little things. Uh, I have, you know, bag of peanuts here and there and i'll mix a little drink for myself uh, i can drink that so nothing is going to weigh me down but once you're bowling and have i think we'll agree that you know you need sustainability you need to keep your energy level uh going but sustained and since i've learned to do that man it's been so much better my energy has been great uh i don't feel those crashes anymore i don't have those lulls uh, if i do start to feel something but you know I, I may do something but sometimes when i feel that i know i've waited too long so I've now tried to make sure that, you know, I, I stay on my own little schedule of what works for me, that I just continue to fuel. And look, your body's a machine. So it's just continually to fuel the machine and, you know, not too much, especially when we're, when we're in the competition. And then, you know, when we're done, I have something decent afterwards, uh, depending, you know, uh, if we have to bowl right away again, like right now, there's like one, everything's one day. So you make finals in an hour or two, you got to bowl again. So you got to be careful there. So. But if you're smart about it, man, you can set yourself up before, during, and after, be perfect all the way through, and you'll be good to go. Yeah, I agree. I'm so glad that uh, Johnny plugged in his Bubba Bars, because if he didn't, I would. They are so good. Um, so if you haven't checked out his Bubba Bars yet, you should definitely try some. They're amazing. So I usually have those or um, other variations of protein bars with me at all times, and I think it's so important to fuel every couple of hours because if we don't, you know, the competition days are pretty long that by the time you get done and it's late, you're starving. And then at that point, you're going to eat whatever, you know, you might go through a fast food drive through just because you're so hungry. And then the next morning you're all swollen because you had food really high in sodium. So it leads to poor choices later on as well. So it's important from a sustainability aspect throughout your competition, but then also with making some better choices when you do finish your competition and go out to eat. Um, so that's so, so important and just always bring extra and you never know how long a competition day is going to be. <laughs> and then my final question is bowling sports performance Institute, where can folks go to find out more about it and get in touch with you guys? Johnny, you can go first. Oh yeah. So, Look, they can go to the website. The website is uh, uh, www.bspins.com. And um, you can go there and, and uh, you know, see the website, some of the things that we're starting to do. And, again, um, you know, there's going to be more and more added as we go along. But that's a good starting point. Uh, pretty soon, Heather and I, uh, one of the first uh, uh, in this day and age with, uh, with the pandemic, so we will do some online stuff. Uh, we have a uh, webinar coming up that will be uh, our, our fitness assessment. And um, to her and I, this is, and, and I know she agrees because this is our key. This is our key to um, what bowling sports performance is, uh, you know, is the bowling assessment that identifies these movement patterns or 
you know, inefficiencies like we talked earlier that somebody may have. Um, and from there, then we can, you know, at, the, at those kind of levels, we can then decide what's the best path that we can take somebody as far as corrective exercise, where they have, you know, weaknesses or inefficiencies and how we can help develop those, get body back in balance so they can have their most, again, their most efficient delivery. And, and you know, just like a bowling style, there's so many different bowling styles. Um, everybody has their, their most efficient way they can do things. And so, you know, by doing those type of things, the assessment, getting people, you know, balanced the way they need to, they'll be able to, to, uh, to be their most efficient uh, self and have the most efficient bowling delivery. So go to that website. Mm -hmm. We'll get you started. Hit the webinar. Yeah, you can also follow us on social media. So um, on Instagram, it's bowling underscore BSPI. Um, and then on Facebook, just look up Bowling Sports Performance Institute, and we have a page on there. So Johnny is the website guru, so he took care of the website, and I'm the social media guru, so I'm taking care of the social media pages. So you can contact us, you know, either way, but definitely reach out. Uh, I, I know it's Heather. I mean, that's a look. Um, I need you to be that person. You know, look, I'm older, so I'm not totally into the whole social media. I, I don't do a great job at it. She's amazing <laughs> at it. And so, you know, by default, she is the social, like you said, she's a social media guru. And, uh, man, it's great to have somebody that knows what they're doing that just can put the stuff out there. And uh, the other day I had to do, do something, and I, I called her instead. I said, listen, Heather, by the time I text, I could have called you and we could have got this done. So I saved the whole text thing. I've been like 20 minutes in text. I could have said it in like 30 seconds. So I called her, and that was that's the beauty of that. So um, my social media skills are you know, maybe not the best. So we have somebody who's pretty good at it. Well, awesome. Best of luck with everything, guys. Uh, Johnny and Heather, want to thank you both for being here on the Above180.com podcast. We'll certainly be catching up with you guys again down the road. And, um, and again, th thanks for joining us, and, uh, and best of luck with your, your new joint venture you guys have. Awesome. Thank you so hey, man, much, Tim. Yeah, Tim, thank you very much. And, and Heather, man, I'm going to tell you, this girl, she is, she is awesome. We've, and, and I just want to say, look, this has been so cool for me at this point right now. And it's, it's kind of re, 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 rejuvenated me as far as, you know, what we've been doing and how things go. And it's, you know, it's, it, look, this has not been the most popular thing as far as fitness and athleticism and bowling. But, but together, man, I think we have something really special. Uh, I've enjoyed her energy and it's energized me. And I, I think there's some people see there's some really, really cool things and some great things to come. So I want to thank Heather. <laughs> I'm back at you, Johnny. <laughs> All right, there you go.